T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm Kim Foster. Here is what's happening at this hour. PG&E says more than half of those who lost power during the Northern California shutoff have been restored. The company says that of the 738,000 customers who lost power, about 312,000 still remain in the dark. The counties of Humboldt, Siskiyou, and Trinity have their power back. All of the 34 counties affected by PG&E's mass power outage have been cleared for restoration, except for portions of Butte, Plumas, Yuba, and Kern counties. It's been a frustrating week for customers looking to get accurate information from PG&E about who was losing power and for how long. As KCBS reporter Holly Kwan tells us, Sonoma County lost power on Tuesday. By Thursday, county leaders had lost their patience. Sonoma County is one of the few counties with an emergency plan for when PG&E cuts the power, but this week the county felt like it was better organized than the utility. After repeatedly getting bad or no information about restoration, Board of Supervisors President David Rabbit says they took matters into their own hands. We had to send down two of our county supervisors to PG&E's headquarters to try to convince them that we should have a tighter communication. And I know this is all new to PG&E on the shutoffs itself, but again, it does make you kind of wonder. Are they really getting it? Do they really understand what we're uh, going through? Susan Gorin was one of those supervisors knocking on PG&E's San Francisco door. For her, this is also personal because this week is the two-year anniversary of losing her home in the Wine Country fires. Two weeks ago, the county sent an emergency operations representative to PG&E but was denied entry to the company's op center. Gorin says this time they were welcomed, but will it fix anything? We left them with multiple requests. Uh, for communications improvements as well as investiture in the grid system. This is what happened this week. It's simply unacceptable. PG&E CEO has vowed to improve communications before the next power shutdown. Holly Kwan, KCBS. The dangerous fire weather conditions in Southern California have Los Angeles police and others focusing on homeless encampments in high-risk areas. Claudia Pesquita with Radio.com station KNX has more. There are an estimated 47 encampments in what's known as the Very High Fire Hazard Severity Zone. The mayor's homelessness chief, Christina Miller, says outreach teams started going out weeks ago to warn people about the fire danger and try to relocate them. That ramped up yesterday with police officers and others working to clear out the encampments. There were no arrests made whatsoever, so this is all about getting voluntary compliance. Miller says 25 people went to regional command posts yesterday where they could get information about shelters and other homeless services. That was KNX Claudia Pescuta. The Port of Oakland is breaking ground today on a new facility at the former Army base that is expected to create jobs and stimulate the city's trade economy. KCBS's Matt Bigler has more from the oh, this is great for Oakland. Oakland Mayor Libby Schaff is talking about the planned center point landing at the port, an over 460,000 square foot distribution center that's being built by a private company without a big name tenant already being named. That is new for Oakland, and I think it's important that we all celebrate everyone's absolute faith in this city. The facility is expected to reduce truck travel times, distances, and costs, as well as provide lots of living wage jobs. Jamise Myers is a member of the Revive Oakland Coalition. 
We are facing skyrocketing rents in Oakland and mass displacement, and so we can't just settle for any job. We need good jobs for local residents that will allow people to stay in their homes and put food on the table for their family. And those are the types of jobs that we're going to have here at the Centerpoint facility because of the jobs agreement that we won. Part of the agreement ensures that ex-cons also have a fair shot at employment without discrimination. The over $60 million project is expected to be completed by the middle of next year. At the Port of Oakland, Matt Bigler, KCBS. All westbound lanes of Interstate 580 near the Altamont Pass reopened this morning after a multi-vehicle wreck that spread debris all over the roadway. According to the Highway Patrol, the crash reported about 7.40 a.m. near the West Grant Line Road exit. CHP officials say, according to the CHP, to uh, Officer Tyler Hahn, the vehicle left the highway and then rammed through a fence back onto the highway, hitting a big rig. All lanes reopened shortly after nine today.